How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Brett McMurphy, College Football Insider. Brett, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good. Good morning, guys. So, did you like the four? Did the committee get it right with Alabama over Ohio State? Yes and no. I thought they got it right, but I... (laughs) Based on what they supposedly value more, they I think they would have picked Ohio State. And I think last time I talked with you guys, I said I wanted Ohio State to win so they'd have a tough decision. They certainly had a tough decision, but I think if you look at the resumes, that Ohio State is the better better team, has the better resume. But then people obviously look a lot more into that and say they just think Alabama's the better team. So, again, it's it's a beauty pageant. Um, the one thing that I I think uh, is misleading is people think, well, we now we figured out what the committee values, and so going forward we can now you know have a better idea. I, I disagree a thousand percent on that because again, it's, it's going to be a different thirteen people every year. They rotate rotate committee members in and out every year, so it's it's going to be different every year. So next year uh, it may be four conference champs, uh, you know, teams with multiple losses. But, um, you know, it, it's going to make for, for a great playoff. And, uh, you know, Alabama and Clemson, here we go. People thought we'd see them in the, in the title game for a, third, or for a third consecutive year they'd meet. But uh, we get them in the semifinals this time. But now, Brett, sounds like you're like me, uh, conflicted by the committee from year to year because they tell you conference championships matter when in terms of TCU and Baylor back during the first year of the college football playoff. Last year, of course, with Ohio State not winning the division nor the conference championship, they get in. So conference championships didn't matter, even though the conference champion with two losses defeated them. And here this year, uh, they, they show us again that uh, it, they don't matter. So I, I value conference championships sounds as though you do as well and there are many of us out there but from year to year the rationale by these committees are going to change would you agree with that you're absolutely right and if if i'm a big 12 why didn't i get why do we add a conference championship game if you're not going to value thank you thank you yeah i mean what basically everyone says well we don't need an 18 playoff because the conference championship games are play-in games well no they're not because if they are ohio state would have got in and look, I, yeah, there's not a right or wrong answer. It's basically your opinion on who you think is better. And I don't want to hear, well, Vegas would favor Alabama over this team or that team. Well, they were favored against Auburn and they lost. So you can't go strictly by point spreads. I think you need to reward teams for what they've accomplished on the field. I understand Ohio State had a horrible loss to Iowa. However, on the flip side, Ohio State has three wins against teams in the playoff committee's final 16 rankings, top 16. Alabama, Alabama has zero. They have two wins over teams ranked between 17 and 25. So Ohio State has better wins, more quality wins. They had a bad loss, and they have a conference championship. What they've told us in the past, they would have gone with Ohio State. Again, do the blind resume. 
<clears throat> but you're right, Brian. If I'm a conference, I don't think they're going to pull back on these conference championships because, what specifically the SEC and Big Ten, they're such a moneymaker. But what it's told us is there's not as much value in it as we thought. And if I'm the, if I'm the Big 12, I'm wondering why in the world did we do this because we already play everybody in the regular season. Geo and Jones with Brett McMurphy across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Do you believe that if Ohio State had scheduled an FCS team over Oklahoma this year, won that game, and was a one-loss Big Ten champ that they would have gotten in over Alabama? I I don't think so. I think really what hurt them was the one loss to Iowa, that it was so lopsided that people just couldn't, on the committee, couldn't accept putting a team in with the loss that bad. I would say, if on the flip side, keep the OU loss. If they lose to Iowa by a field goal or a touchdown in a kind of similar fashion to how they lost to Penn State last year, I think they would have had a much, much better chance of getting in than just playing an FCS team um, instead of Oklahoma. However, to your point, I would say if USC would have played a tomato can instead of losing to Notre Dame, I think USC could have had a very good shot of getting in, but they had a big loss to Notre Dame. Um, you know, they played one of the toughest schedules around, the only team in the country that didn't have an off week. Then I think we would have been talking about USC, but USC was dismissed. And and back to Brian's point, because we the conference championships aren't valued, it's almost like teams are now eliminated from the playoffs before we get to the last month of the season. Basically, the Pac-12 was eliminated before we got to, to November because of the, the regular season losses, and there we deemed the conference championship uh, insignificant, and certainly it, it didn't, uh, didn't mean a great deal for the Big Ten either. Hey, Brett, you see all this huge uh, uh, outlays of cash. I mean, it it is amazing the the amount of money that is being spent around college football these days. Would you say the reason for that is because of the advent of the college football playoff, or was it going to be heading down this road anyway? No, I I think think that's added to it. Um, You know, I think what's going to be fascinating to look uh, a few years down the road is all of the TV deals with the conferences are basically locked in for the next anywhere from five to 10 to 20 years. Um, and so basically that revenue is not going to change. It's not going to increase, but the coaching salaries continue to climb and Hey, more power to them. Um, but those, the coaching salaries are going to continue to climb. The buyouts will continue to climb. And so to, add additional revenue there are no additional revenue revenue streams you can only increase ticket prices so much um some stadiums are actually scaling back on tickets adding club levels those sort of things um so i think ultimately because of those reasons i think that that could get us to an 18 playoff a lot quicker than any whether a team or a conference gets left out because when the ultimately ultimately when the university presidents decide tell their athletic directors hey we need more revenue to pay for you know these things that we've been adding and they tell them look we're tapped out on tv we can't go anymore with ticket prices and our fan base you can always go get donations a fix would be adding an additional round of the playoffs 
maybe at that point, then they decide, hey, you know what, let's let's get rid of these conference championships. All right, so let's go to you being in the news for a little bit as you break the Scott Frost to Nebraska story and then on the broadcast of the AAC championship game, Steve Levy refers to you as our own Brett McMurphy. Of course, you're no longer with ESPN, ABC, and that family of networks. You acknowledged it on Twitter. Um, from your perspective, when that went down, how'd you feel? Well, I thought I thought I was our own with you guys, but um, anyway, <laughs> you know, I was I was watching the game. I you know I had reported the news, and you know, it's I'm kind of in a weird situation now, but not with the ESPN. So when I break news, I'm curious how they're going to give credit. Um, you know, sometimes they they I think they do it accurately, and other times I kind of disagree. But you know, that's it's that's their that's their business. But basically I was watching the game and he started talking about, you know, there was reports about Scott Frost going to Nebraska. And then when he said our own Brett McMurphy, I literally just started laughing. I thought it was so funny. And, and, and all of a sudden my phone blew up. I had ESPN uh, employees texting me saying, Hey, I didn't hear. Did you come back? Are you back? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but, and I, obviously a lot of, uh, friends and and people across the country reached out which was cool um and then uh, i thought the the next day it was pretty neat steve levy tweeted out uh in case you missed it yesterday i think brett mcmurphy did an excellent job reporting and uh john butchagrass who's awesome one of the sports center anchors uh replied and said hours forever so um so it it was kind of it was kind of it was kind of neat, but I, I obviously uh, didn't expect anything like that. But, um, but yeah, the pe- the people there are unbelievable, and I love it. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I appreciate them giving me credit. And, and uh, next time I, I see Steve, I'll, I'll thank him in person. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep up with all the moving going on around there. Hey, how serious were the Razorbacks as far as Gus Malzahn was concerned, I didn't think he would leave, but he damn sure did leverage the fact that uh, there were reports that Arkansas was a calling. No, bro, he was. I think he was very serious because you look at the situation at Auburn. Remember last year, that game against LSU. If that game's you know sixty minutes and one second long, LSU yep. beats Auburn and Gus Malzahn, <clears throat> excuse me, gets fired instead of Les Miles. And so I think because of the the fickleness of the of the program there, where basically you go you go from, you know, safe to on the hot seat, literally game by game at Auburn, sometimes sometimes possession by possession. I think that wore on him, and then also you had the fact that Jay Jacobs, the longtime AD there, is not returning. He's a he's a big supporter of of Gus Malzahn, and I know him and Gus, you know, have a, have a great relationship. The uncertainty of who's going to be the next AD. I think that played into it, and no, there was a. I think there was a very real possibility he would go, and certainly um, Auburn had to step up to save him. And you know, seven years, forty-nine million. We were talking about these salaries. Geez, here we go again. Him and Jimbo, um, you know. But uh, no, it, it was a real possibility. If Auburn wouldn't have stepped up like they did, I, I fully believe Gus would be, would have been at uh, at Arkansas. Geo and Jones with Brett McMurphy on CBS Sports Radio. What do you make of the Herm Edwards hire at Arizona State? I've known Herm. Uh, I first met him when I got the ESPN five years ago. 
he didn't know me from Adam, and he is the most unbelievable person in the world. I absolutely love him. Uh, he treated me like he had known me for his entire life. He was always awesome. I hope he succeeds. I really, really do. The, the one thing I don't know, and we're going to find out, is he hasn't been involved in the college game for so long. How will that translate? I don't know if you guys saw the the release Arizona yeah. State put out last night. That was kind of bizarre. Biz- yeah, perfect, perfect <laughs> word, bizarre. I mean, you, you're going to model it after an NFL program. I tweeted, I hope Arizona State stays under the salary cap. Um, I know of a, a good, uh, you know, somebody that's that's pretty influ- influential at Arizona State, and I, I text him and I said, Ray Anderson is either going to be viewed in a couple of years as a brilliant innovator or a laughingstock. There's going to be no no middle ground, and we'll have to see how this plays out. Who knows? You know, the salaries are already NFL-like. The players, it's getting the game's getting more and more like the NFL. Coaches are leaving in the middle of the season before coaching their final game. Um, You know, so we'll we'll see how this works. It's going to be fascinating, and certainly, again, it's 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 going to be hit or miss. There's not going to be any. Yeah, you know, this is okay. It's going to be a a great success, or it's going to be a huge crash and burn. Well, Brett, I've, I, I said earlier that we already have this similar setup at other schools, and, and Alabama started it uh, with all the analysts they have on board. Essentially, they have their own player personnel department. It allows them to uh, allocate a ton more hours to recruiting and evaluating players. So what is Ray Anderson offering here? I don't think it's anything new. It made it sound like almost that Herm wouldn't be involved in the coaching, though. That's kind of what mm-hmm. – kind of the take I took on obviously Saban's involved in in the coaching coaching the defensive backs and he is a CEO type but you know again it seems and I agree but it seems like Saban's more involved in the day-to-day coaching again we we don't know how Arizona State's going to be set up but the just I guess the way I interpreted it it was almost like you know Herm would be there to kind of just look over and manage the program and everyone else would would get down in the weeds and 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 do all the do all the heavy lifting maybe i'm totally misreading the release um and i also wonder you know how how will Herm be on the road recruiting i mean that's a tough job i know you know his family lives in carmel california one of the most beautiful places in the in the world if, if you've never been there and so i was i was actually shocked that he returned because all the conversations we had at ESPN, I, I approached him about several jobs that I had heard that had interest in him. He, you know, I'm not going to name the schools, but he confirmed, yeah, he's heard from, he had heard, heard from those people in the past. But he's like, he's like, hey, I get a great job here. Um, you know, I'm I'm good to go here. So I, I don't know what changed. I know him and Ray are really really tight. Uh, so I don't know what changed. Where all of a sudden he said, you know, at this point I want to get back in the game. Because certainly somebody like Herm, I just I just cannot imagine he has any interest in flying around the country trying to influence seventeen and eighteen year olds to to come to Arizona State. Is there a hire that Tennessee can make after everything that's gone down that's going to make this situation a little bit better than it has been over the last week or so? Well, I think the only hire that Tennessee fan base will accept at this point is T. Martin, the USC offense coordinator. Um, you know, with Fulmer being there, I think that that helps, you know, calm the masses. But, you know, I don't know. 
one, I don't know who you're going to get that's not from Tennessee. I, there was a report that, that Fulmer has, has contacted Les Miles. Um, you know, we'll have to see if, if that has any legs. But other than that, I don't think there's anybody that's currently coaching that would have interest in that job just because of how crazy that fan base is and how, how they reacted to the Greg Schiano, um, you know, hiring or almost hiring. And then what happened with, with John Curry as the athletic director, um, you know, I think it's going to take somebody who ha- is from Tennessee to, to come to that school because I don't think, quite frankly, anyone else that has options or is currently employed is going to want to make that make that jump. Because what happens if you, after they re, the way they reacted about Shiano, what happens? You lose two or three games in a row. What's what's the climate going to be around there? So, I think ultimately they they go with T. Martin. Will he be a success? I, I don't know. He's never been a head coach. It doesn't mean he can't be successful. Um, but you know, be careful what you wish for, Vols fans. America's own Brett McMurphy. Thanks for the time this morning. (laughs) Hey, I may trademark that. Thanks, buddy. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.